Welcome to the Nopalera podcast, a place where I share the journey of building my company from the ground up, as well as the stories of others in our community. I am your host, Sandra Velasquez, founder of Nopalera, a culture-forward brand that celebrates and elevates culture. Aside from making great products, we are cultural storytellers with a mission to inspire our community to stand in their worth. In this podcast, you will hear a mix of solo and guest episodes around the entrepreneurial realities of building a company. I launched Nopalera from my Brooklyn apartment with no outside funding while working three jobs, raising my child in the middle of the pandemic at the age of 44. Thank you for joining me on this journey. I hope it inspires you to live boldly. Hello, amigos. This is a special solo episode in honor of this time of the year when we are giving thanks, we're giving gratitude. We are still pedal to the metal because it's Q4, but we're also winding down emotionally, internally. I think everyone is collectively tired from this year. And so just wanted to touch on a few things as we wrap up this year. So I think gratitude is important. I've talked about it before and the role that it plays for me as an entrepreneur. When you're building a business, especially when you are in the trenches, you know, when things are not set up, you're setting them up every day, you're working through problems, you're putting out fires. It is important to, at some point, whether it's in the morning, middle of the day, or at night before you go to sleep, to have a gratitude moment. And I have found that this grounds me in the present, that it reminds me that there are a lot of things that are going right, because it is easy to focus on all the things that are not going right when you're building a business. And so even things like being grateful for clean drinking water, being grateful for your health, being grateful for your apartment. I give thanks to very mundane things because these are the things that we take for granted very easily because we're so in our heads, right? We're in our laptops, we're in our heads, we're in meetings. And it's easy to take for granted the fact that there is food in the fridge, that the lights are working, that we have internet so that we can communicate and work remotely. So I try to do gratitude at night, and it does actually help me fall asleep. And that's also why I like it, because I need something to help me turn off my brain after a day filled with thinking. So gratitude is very important for me, and I would like to offer that if you don't have some kind of gratitude practice, meaning like you commit that you're going to take a moment out of each day to give gratitude, I would like to offer that you try that out especially because things just get harder. And this is something that I want to touch on in today's solo episode because everyone told me, you know, even when I was first building Nopaleta, that it only gets harder, it only gets harder. This is something that you hear over and over, but no one really tells you why. Like, why does it get harder? What exactly gets harder? And does anything get easier? (laughs) And these are all valid questions. So I want to touch on that today. And here's what I've come up with. Yes, it gets harder because the more you scale, the bigger your business gets, the further along you get, there's just more at stake and there are more plates spinning in the air at once. And that is why I feel like it gets harder. And listen, I might change my mind in a year. This is why I'm documenting the building of this brand in real time, because I'm trying to share the learnings as I'm also progressing and as I'm building Nopalera with my team. So in the beginning, it was hard because I was making all the product myself and I was still working my day job and I was trying to get my website to work. And so those were my problems then. 
Now I have manufacturing partners. We have a chemist on our team. It's no longer me in the kitchen. So those are no longer my problems. Those things are no longer hard. But now it's harder because now we're dealing with external people, more people, other people's timelines. Now there are employees, you know, with salaries and benefits. And we are now measuring everything against the PL. Where in the beginning, it was like, hey, we're just making product and we hope people buy it. And they were, and that was great. But now the stakes are higher. And now we have investors. And now that means that I have to answer to them. And so it's not just me answering to myself. So those are some of the reasons as to why I feel like it gets harder. And let's not forget to mention the backdrop of just the world of what's happening. You know, Nopaleta launched in the pandemic in 2020. And then, you know, everyone was at home with their government money shopping from home. And so that was great. But now we're in a recession. Next year is an election year. So we don't really know what a normal year looks like as a business. And so that makes it challenging to forecast, to anticipate what's going to happen, you know, in two years. But we are still required to do that by all of our stakeholders. And so I think that is why it gets harder is because there are more things happening at the same time. And you no longer have the luxury of stopping and fixing one thing at a time. You know, when you're small and you're doing everything yourself, or maybe you're like you're a team of two, you know, if there's a problem, let's say with, I don't know, your website, you could take it down for a day and fix it. But when you are on a fast moving train, you can't do that. You don't have the luxury to do that. And so everything is moving at the same time. And so it's kind of like being on a train and trying to fix something while it's moving, while also driving the train. That's the analogy that I have. You know, another analogy that I like to use is one that my friend Linda Garcia gave me, who I've had on this podcast. She's a phenomenal teacher, author. She wrote Wealth Warrior. And she made the analogy of Super Mario Brothers. So if you've ever played a video game like Super Mario Brothers, I'm kind of dating myself here, you know that you get to level one and maybe there's like a few fireballs and you make it to the end of level one and now you're on level two and you're like, great, I dodged the fireballs. But now there are daggers falling from the ceiling and now there's potholes. And then you make it through that and you get to level three and now there's like a dragon and potholes and daggers and fireballs. And so th that's, you know, what people say, the higher the level, the bigger the devil, which I know sounds negative, but I think where it's coming from is more means more. More means, yes, you have more customers, you have more sales, but you might also have more customer complaints. You might also have more haters in the comments. You might also have more packages that get lost in the mail, et cetera. So more means more. It's not just more of the good stuff. And that is, I think, also what contributes to why it gets harder. But going back to gratitude here, I try to still, in the midst of it all, to give gratitude for the opportunity. This year was really tough for a lot of beauty brands, even our retailers. A lot of our boutiques, we saw several of them close. I think we're going to see more of that next year. And, you know, a lot of beauty brands close their doors and not everyone made it. You know, that's ongoing. That's We already know that most startups fail, so that's not news. But I think this year I was just really hyper aware of how many beauty brands close their doors. And so I'm grateful that, yes, even though I work seven days a week, including the weekends and things can feel chaotic and I wake up sometimes in a panic about all the things there are to do and the things that didn't get done. I'm still grateful for the opportunity to be able to continue 
trying and building because again, it is an opportunity, right? No one forced me to start a business. It was a choice. And so the fact that I still am here and we're still here to continue to build, I'm grateful for that. And so that's something that, again, always come full circle to the gratitude, I think is important. I think also this time of year, it's important for all of us who are building businesses. This is where we are hopefully taking stock of how the year went. There's still Black Friday to go. There's still things happening in December. People are going to still be shopping for Christmas, even next month. Now is a time of year where we can now look at historical data and see, here are the things we tried. Here are the things that worked. Here are the things that really did not perform like we thought. And it's easy to feel like things failed, but it is important to continue to look at things as learning opportunities because that is part of building a business. You're trying things and some things work and some things don't. And that's everyone. So it's not like you get to a place where everything works and then you can kind of just chill and ride the wave because I think we have all seen how quickly the landscape changes how quickly the beauty industry changes, what people care about, what people are looking for. Those things are always changing, not to mention marketing is always changing. When I started Nopaleta, Facebook ads used to work gloriously, and now they don't work as well. So it's always changing. You always have to keep up. It's not the kind of job or situation where you just come in and kind of do the thing that you do, and then you go home and everything is fine, right? This is not a DMV job. (laughs) So this is, we are building in real time, against a constantly changing backdrop. And that's also challenging, right? So this year we did a lot of testing. We did a truck campaign with Agile. That was super fun, a lot of brand awareness, but ultimately hard to measure the return on that. We we tried working with an ads agency. That didn't work out. We opened a pop-up store in Los Angeles, which by the way, if you're hearing this before December 5th, you should go if you live in LA because it's going to close on December 5th at 3118 Sunset Boulevard. So we tried that. That was, again, super fun, a lot of brand awareness, but also a heavy lift, we learned. You know, we wanted to do a test and see, okay, what would it be like if we opened our own retail stores? What would it look like? What would it feel like? And what kind of money would it make? And so we learned a lot from that. You know, we tested a lot of things this year that we kind of decided in that moment, like, okay, let's test this. Let's see if this is the thing that works. And not everything performs like you expect it all the time. And that's fine. The important thing is that you learn so that you know what to do and what not to do next time. So those were some of the things that, you know, of the learnings that I took away from this year. And then there's a lot of things that obviously went great, right? We launched a product. We went into liquids, you know, our Dusa de Cuerpo launch. A lot of great feedback about the scent and people really love body wash and body lotion. So it was time for us to do that. And we did 17 events. We did a lot of community building, like boots on the ground, going all over the country, Chicago, Los Angeles, San Antonio, San Diego. We did all these pop-up events, which were great for community building. But also as a small team, you know, it takes us away from the day-to-day of the business and that is challenging. So we really tested our limits and our bandwidth this year and learned what we are capable of doing. We know that we can do a lot, but that doesn't mean that we should. And I think that was the takeaway. So next year is going to be more focused and also just preparing for another volatile year in the market, the financial market, the world, the government, et cetera. I don't know if there's ever a good time to you know, start a beauty brand, but it's definitely challenging now. And as you start to scale, 
you become more aware of the competition. You definitely know that there's competition when you're starting out, but when you're starting out, when you're truly starting out, you're just trying to make sure that people like your product and they're going to buy it over and over again. And once you get past that, which, you know, we're past that, we already have what you would call product market fit. We know that people like our product. We have data to show that people buy it over and over again. And now we're at that point where we are in that new arena of brands that have a lot more money and have been around a lot longer than us. And there's only so much shelf space on retail shelves, you guys. I used to work in CPG and Food and Bev, and I used to teach a class called Distro 101, which I no longer teach, to Food and Bev founders about distribution. And one of the things that I would say to them is, remember, the reason that there's room for your product on the shelf is because someone else failed. And that is the harsh truth. There is not endless room on store shelves. And so you're competing for that shelf space, which means you are trying to build your brand, get your product off shelf, drive people to the stores, increase that sell through. And that is the real work. Once you're really at that level and in that arena, that's also challenging, right? Because you only get one chance with big retailers. If you go into, let's say Target, Sephora, Ulta, whichever one, pick one. If you get into that store and your brand does not perform well, you will get discontinued. And that's it. There's no like, oh, come back to us when you think you can do better. They gave you a chance and now they're going to try another brand. And that's the end of that story. And so that part gets harder, right? It just gets more competitive, more pressurized. And so those are the things that I want to leave you with today as we are rounding out this year about, you know, just the reality of the landscape and what we're all heading into and how it's important to stay focused. It's important to stay grateful. And it's really important to always be looking at your financials, especially in this climate. So thank you for everyone who listens to this podcast. It's really heartwarming when I run into people out in the wild at conferences or events who say that this podcast has really helped them, that they listen to it. I'm here recording in my house by myself, so it feels very disconnected, but I know that you're out there. And we appreciate your reviews and your stars on all the platforms that really helps bring visibility. And I'm not quite sure what next year has in store for the Novaleta podcast, but I do want to continue to document in real time the building of this brand and share with you all the learnings because I know that this is something that I'm always looking for. I'm always looking for the truth. Like for the people that are miles ahead of me, I want to know the benchmarks. I want to know what does the landscape look like up ahead? What does it look like when your team is a group of 30? What does it look like when you are international? What are the problems? So those are the things that I think are helpful to those of us who are building is to, is the truth. We just want to know the truth. So I hope that you have all found truth and learnings and helpfulness in this podcast and I will see you guys. I'm going to do a couple more solo episodes before the end of this year. And then I will see you guys next year. But it's almost 2024, you guys. So please stay healthy, stay connected, and stay resilient. Thank you for being here with us. Remember to leave us a review on whatever platform you are listening from. Spread the word so we can impact and grow the community. If you are an entrepreneur looking for more real talk and resources, you can join my entrepreneurial newsletter from my personal website, sandralilavelasquez.com, but also visit nopalera.co to pick up your favorite self-care items for yourself and your loved ones. Join the Nopalera mailing list to be the first to hear about new products, exclusive promos. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at nopalera.co. Stay resilient.